12.56 in the living room with Mom and Dad. It is Saturday, July 31st, and we have had our Third Street Diner this morning. And so now we're ready to start our interviews, right, Mom? Mm -hmm. We're going to have a marathon session. So we are yeah, today... I, I just uh, remembered when you said it was July 31st, that was my dad's birthday, anniversary of his birthday. Oh, today, Grandpa Singer? Grandpa Singer. Oh. Was his, how old would he have been? He would have been... Do you know what year he was born? 25. Okay, so that's 75, 96. Wow. How old was he when he died? 58. Wow. He was young. Well, we're going to talk about your dad. This is interview... This is topic number four, your mother. Topic number mm. five will be your dad. So, Mom, we're going to dive right in here. Uh, and I know you have notes as a well-prepared interviewee should. All right, so we're going to start with your mother's first name, her maiden name, and then you've got to go on from there. Okay. Well, her name was Dorothy May Hagenis. And she was born on August 9th, 1928. She was the youngest of seven children. And uh, her brothers and sisters were Adeline, Curtis, Eva, Babe, Esther, and May. May I'll get to, but yeah. anyway, there's a story behind that. But yeah, yeah. So, and did you say those in order? Were those in order? I I put them in order, but I'm not sure that could be incorrect. Okay. I know Adeline was the oldest, and Mom was the youngest. Okay. But I don't exactly know where <clears throat> Babe. Who? That's not even really her real name. I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, we call Bubba Bubba. Yeah. But his real name is John. Well, Babe's, I don't know what Babe's real name was because they have just called her Babe all the time. I know Grandma says it in the interview I did with Does her she? Oh, okay. 20 years ago. So you could look or look that up there. Um, but before you go on from, from this, I wanted to point out too that Grandma was born like later in life to her parents, right? Wasn't yeah. there a big gap between her and her youngest sibling? There could have been, yeah. There probably was. Because she was, her mother was 40 when she was born. So, I mean, okay. that's not real. But in those days, in maybe those days, it was. sure. Yeah. Okay. And she was the youngest, right? She was the youngest. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you know if she was named after anyone or... I don't. Okay. I don't know. Okay. And did they always call her Dorothy, do you know, or did they call her Dottie? Dot. Dot. Some people called her Dot. Okay. Yeah. You, her family, do you know? I know I'm I've thinking friends, friends, maybe. Friends, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought that she had a little nickname. Yeah. So. Okay, what do you know about where she grew up? Well, she was born... In the little village of Shirley, and she was born in the upstairs of a cheese factory. And we just, when Dad and I went on our anniversary this past weekend, 
we drove through Shirley, and the building is still there. It's run down now, but it's still there, and you can see where the living quarters were upstairs. Her dad was a cheesemaker, and he worked, you know, he was down in the in the shop down there making cheese, and they lived upstairs, and I don't know uh, how long they lived there exactly, but that's where she was born. Okay. But she grew up, at a certain point, they moved to a farm in Algoma. And I think Esther and her husband were working that farm when they moved there. Okay. And uh, then maybe, they, yeah. they sold maybe it to not. them? Or? Yeah, uh, that I don't know. Okay. There's so many details I don't yeah. know. Was it a dairy farm? Do you know oh, that? yes, yes, it was yes. was a dairy farm. Yes, and one of Esther's sons still lives on that farm. So, Kenny. Oh, Kenny. But that's that's the farm where Grandma and Grandpa farmed? No. No. Oh, the that farm was, that Grandma grew up on. I'm sorry. Yes. Grand, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And Kenny's still there, and that's in... What? Algoma. In, in Algoma. El, okay. In Algoma. And I wanted to ask, too, did you, when you and Dad took your trip and you uh, went past the cheese factory, that building, mm-hmm. did you take a picture of it? No, we didn't. We didn't think to do that. Could you describe where it is, if if any of us would ever want to try to find it? Where I mean, is <laughs> Well, it... Shirley, the, the village of Shirley is basically one intersection. Okay. So... If you were going south to north, okay. Yeah, if you were going south to north through that intersection, you would come to the stop sign and make a left. And it would it would probably it would be like the second building on your right. Okay, so like the northwest corner of the intersection, basically. The northwest corner, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Dad's giving thumbs up. So. <laughs> okay, so uh, talking about uh, your mother's parents, mm-hmm. what do you know about them, where they grew up, where they were from? Not a lot, sad to say. Their names were Ida and Christian Haganus. Mm-hmm. Ida's real name may have been Edith, hmm. but they called her Ida. Okay. I think, again, the reason, what makes me think this is I have a bracelet that used to belong to her, and it says Edith on it. Oh. It's, it's personalized and says Edith on it. So. Okay. But Ida and Christian Haganus. I am. I'm assuming they grew up in the kind of the Door County area there. Mm-hmm. So, and that's now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Christian immigrate here with his brothers to be cheese a cheesemaker? Didn't he? That I don't know. I, I don't know. So. Where did you hear that? I think that's Grandma. I think that's in the beginning of Grandma's interview. I think oh. he came over here with his brothers as maybe as a know. teenager from Norway. I don't even He recall. immigrated from Norway, I'm quite sure. 
Oh, okay. To be a cheesemaker, I think. Hmm. Interesting. So, I've got to listen to Grandma's story. Okay. Well, uh, that I'm ninety percent sure about that. Okay, so maybe assuming they were from the area, um, did you? Well, tell me about Grandma's parents, your mother's parents. Did you know them well? When did you see them? Um, well, Grandma's dad. We ne- I never met. We never got to know him because he, it's kind of a sad story, he took his life when Grandma was only two years old. And um, Do you want to talk about what you know about the circumstances of that? or Yeah, what, what I know, what I've always heard about that is that being a cheesemaker, he was responsible for taking in milk from the area farmers and making it into cheese, and then paying them according to how much cheese or milk was used. Mm -hmm. And somebody confronted him and accused him of not paying enough, like he had cheated them out of some money. And I always heard that 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 just affected him, so he was so upset by that that it drove him to taking his life. Mm -hmm. So, and I think of, of, you know, Ida then being left with six children plus this business. She had to deal with all that and just, you know, facing the people in the community. Oh, yeah. How how terrible that must have been. Yeah. So. Do you know anything about... Uh, the circumstances of the family after his death, if they, you know, if they had to move, or do you know anything well, about that? Yeah, um, I'm thinking the Curtis being the only son and the only boy, I mean, the only son and the and um, grown up, he was pretty, he was one of the older ones, um, I think he took over a lot of responsibility, but it was, I think, shortly after this that Ma or Ida didn't stay living in Shirley. She, they packed up and moved to the farm up in Algoma. So okay. they were at they were in Shirley until this accident happened, and then okay. this is when at that point then that Ida moved up to Algoma. Okay. And lived on. I want to say Esther and Bill were married at this time and had this farm, and the family moved in with them, I okay. think. I mean, could be. Yeah. After a death in the family. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then, so your mother's mother then uh, lived, you know, till I was born. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. what can you remember about her, you know, kind of through yeah, through your life, what kind of a relationship did you have with your maternal grandmother? She well, the, when I really started to get to know her is at one point when my mom and dad were married mm-hmm. and living on the farm that they lived on. We were living upstairs. Mm-hmm. She came to live with us. 
and uh, my mom worked outside the home, so she took care of took care of me, took care of my younger brother Paul, mm-hmm. and uh, so I mean I basically grew up with her. Yeah, even shared a bedroom with her. Really? <laughs> yeah, there were only two bedrooms upstairs, so mom and dad and Paul had one bedroom and. Grandma and I had the other bedroom. Okay, because at the time, who lived downstairs in the my, main part? My dad's parents. My dad's. Okay, Grandma Omnis. Yeah. Grandma Omnis and, and Henry. Husband. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so would you say you were close to your grandmother? Well, she was always there. I wouldn't, she wasn't a, a hug you kind of grandma or, you know. A, okay do a lot of things with you, you know, she, she had her way of handling the kitchen and her way of doing things. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so I was close in the, in the, in the physical sense, we were, we were together all the time. We did vacations together. She was always with us when we went visiting people and okay. that, but I didn't spend a lot of, I wouldn't say I spent a lot of one-on-one time with her. Okay. Um, all right. So getting back to your mother, uh, Dorothy, uh, can you describe her physically a little bit? Was she short, tall? Uh, what do you remember about her, how she wore her hair, those kinds of things? She was short like me and, um, brown hair, brown eyes, Mm kind of dark skin like me, the Mm -hmm. kind of olive skin. Um, her hair, always kind of short, curly. She would put it in rollers or bobby pins to do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, pretty. She, Grandma was pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, the Norwegian blood in her, I look at all of our Norwegian relatives and we're kind of all like short. And I would, I would call us fat, but we, are a little stocky, I think. We carry our weight around the middle. Grandma would say solid. Solid? Yeah. Used <laughs> to say that. She always had a diplomatic way. Right. Oh, they're solid. Yeah. <laughs> I remember her one time talking to one of our friends who had a um who had a little boy and he was a little bit stocky. Yeah. But Grandma said, oh, what a what a handsome young man. He's so tall, and this mother was so pleased. She said, I'm so glad you call him tall and not fat. Oh, <laughs> Grandma was always very, very positive and complimentary. Yeah, especially toward children. Yes. She was always very, very. She was. Yeah, so... We're all, but I mean, if you, if I, when I think of my aunts sitting around, they're all, they all were kind of short mm-hmm. and solid. Solid, yeah. <laughs> solid. Yeah. Um, do you remember your mother telling you any stories about her own childhood or even talking at all about any, anything about her growing up or, uh, and of course we have the, an interview that I did with her that that kind of mm, tells yeah. quite a bit about her life. But do you remember her talking about? I anything? remember her talking about 
her birth when she was born in the cheese factory, upstairs in the cheese factory. She knew that her dad, who was working downstairs, didn't, I mean, she was born in the morning, and he didn't come up to see what was going on until he was done working at night. And Grandma, Grandma always, she always pointed that out, you know, when, when she would talk about, when she was talking about that time of her life or something. And, and uh, I often wonder, well, somebody had to tell her that. Mm-hmm. And why would they tell her that? Yeah. You know, it just, it's kind of sad to mm-hmm. think that he, well, I guess there's a new baby up there, but I got to finish this cheese, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so. Maybe he carried more stress related to his job than... Could be, yeah, or, that could be. Huh. But she, I, I heard that from her many a time, yeah. talking about that. Mm. Another story she had was, they used to, I guess they used to walk to school when she, when they were living on the farm in Algoma. They would walk to school, and it seemed, I don't know how far that, well, when we went to that, cemetery where the school was across the road that's the school mom went to Mm -hmm. so I think they walked there I don't know how far away that was Mm. but a group of them but she always remembered that she always told the story of how there was one farm that had geese and every time they walked past this this geese would come running out and chase them (laughs) chased by a goose and she was just terrified of this walking past this farm and hoping that someone would be there with her to get these geese away from her. Oh, yeah. That's a funny story. Yeah. And uh, she talked about Christmas time, um, the kind of presents she got at Christmas. The one year that she got the little chair that I have. I used to have it sitting under my piano, little brown chair. Oh. Except it was a red chair at the time. And when you were born, Grandma grandma had that uh, refinished, so it wasn't a red chair anymore, but she did that for you. Oh, you wait, the rocking chair? Not the or rocking chair. the little chair. one that's about a foot the little, tall? Yeah, that one. She got that for Christmas one year. Oh. Her and May. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to talk about May. At some point, it would have probably been... I wonder if it's after after Christian died that born born into the family in some some aunt or sister-in-law or sister someone had a baby very close in age to grandma mm-hmm. to my mom and they were not able to take care of her mm. so Ida took her in can you imagine that having Six kids of her own, although some of them were yeah. were older. Yeah. But to take in to take in the responsibility of another child. Yeah. And raising it as your own. Yeah. And uh, so May, what her maiden name have been? Christensen, I think May Christensen. And uh, so with that, do you think was relation on? Edith's side or on Christian's side? Maybe on 
on Edith's Edith's side. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, Ida. 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 Ida, Edith. Edith. Ida or Edith. Edith. Okay, okay. Yeah. Huh. But anyway, she took in this little baby. Yeah. And uh, my mom and May were very, very close. Yeah. Very close. And, and was, we've always considered May our aunt. Yeah. There was never any question about that. Right. So. Right. And I think Grandma would describe her the same way. As a sister. As a sister, yeah. Yeah. And they were close in age, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The little chair you mentioned, we'll put a picture of it oh, in the okay. show notes here. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that, that that was Grandma's. Um. Any other stories you remember that Grandma would tell you or things she talked about from her childhood? Oh, those were the three I could remember. Okay. Um, was your mother strict or easygoing when you were growing up, and what things did she do to show you that she was strict or <laughs> easygoing? I think she was, she was kind of in the middle. Yeah. She wouldn't say she was strict. But I wouldn't say she was easygoing. I think she had expectations of me that she wanted me to live up to. Such as what? What would be an example? Well, driving carefully and, and you know, just being nice, being kind to people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I never... I don't, <laughs> I can't ever recall getting a spanking. I'm sure I probably did at some time. I had my mouth washed out with soap. Let's hear that story. <laughs> but the, Wasn't there once a mayonnaise jar that got broke? Did you get spanked for that? I thought that your dad, something about a mayonnaise jar. Yeah. You, maybe that was the only spanking you ever got from your dad. <laughs> I took a mayonnaise jar out of the refrigerator and it fell to the floor and broke. Did I say I got, I don't remember. Maybe he just scolded you. Maybe. Maybe, because your dad wasn't the type, I don't think, to spank either. No. He was very gentle. I don't think so either. But I think my younger brother Paul got spanked. Oh. By grandma, you remember him getting spanked? By your mother? I think so. And maybe dad too, I don't know. Hmm. But I, I don't recall. Let's go back to the soap story. <laughs> the soap. Oh. with soap. Well, remember I told you we lived upstairs and my grandma and grandpa Umnus lived downstairs. Yeah. And grandma Umnus was very, very much a part of helping me, of raising me and, mm-hmm. and taking care of me. And I probably said, I'm sure I said something that wasn't quite right. And she washed my mouth out with soap. Just took a bar of soap and stuck it in there. Wow. Yeah. Was it traumatizing? (laughs) I remember it to this day. (laughs) Wow. Hmm. So, yeah. So I would say Grandma was more in the middle. Okay. Not too far either way. Okay. Do you remember any times where she uh, maybe kind of let you off the hook on something or... A time when she really uh, maybe came down on you about something? Like either end of that spectrum, do you remember any Hmm. situations? I don't know if I can. 
I think I was basically a pretty good kid. <laughs> that sounds about right, Mom. I won't. No, maybe, wait a minute. maybe Paul would have. Oh yeah. Paul would have a different. Uh, maybe we should get. We should ask Paul some of the. Paul yeah. would have some stories. I know yeah. two stories about Paul, if I may, buddy. <laughs> One is you would tell him to go down the steps on his stomach. And just to impress you, he would. But it was not a carpeted steps. I think it might have had. They were wooden steps with metal edges. <laughs> oh, and you would and tell would, him to do it just because he would. Flop down, yeah. And the other one was you used to give him an ant, a big black I, ant, and it would bite him or something. I told him to. If he, I wanted to see if he could hold a big black ant in his hand. But you knew it would bite him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this Paul came up do. in the last interview, so I'm glad it's coming to light Paul. now. <laughs> Paul would pretty much do anything I told him to do. Oh, my. Kind of yeah. like Bubba and Tim, Bubba right? Bubba and Tim. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, History. I shouldn't interject here History too much. History repeats but. itself. Okay. Okay, what was your mother's occupation? Did she enjoy it, and how long was she in that occupation? Well, Grandma was a secretary, and she worked for two companies in Green Bay. One was Kraft Steel Fabricators, and they were on Lombardi Avenue, just a little ways from the stadium. Mm. And the other one was Green Bay Structural Steel, and that was down by the river, and I think it was pretty much in the same area as where Dad's... um, Father and and brother were drowned. Oh. So I think it was down by the river. Like by Millprint down there? No. Further. Farther. Farther down past the fairgrounds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think she, there were some ways she enjoyed her job. I think she liked being out among people. She, uh, Mm -hmm. I think being, being home on the farm... Having a job outside of the home was was kind of a rare thing back in the day because right. most of the women that we knew around there were they were homemakers. Yeah, and so it was unusual for to have a full time job outside of the farm. Sure. Um. So I think she enjoyed getting out, and like I said, she was a people person. So mm-hmm. that. But there was also a lot of stress with the job because she had to handle the books and the money and and uh, I know that that kind of worked. She would come home and and you could tell it was still on her mind. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how long I she worked. Maybe till I was in my teens or early twenties. It seemed to me she was near the end of working when I started dating you, um, and and she might have worked in a nursing home a little bit, yeah, a time or two, either after we were married or. But I think she was pretty well retired by the time. I didn't we know got she married. ever worked in a nursing home. Not for long. I don't think it was more than a month or that so. That was after I got married. She worked. She decided she wanted to work again and she applied at this nursing home which was out in the country mm. kind of on the way to deep here. 
but she would have to work like different shifts, like eleven oh. to seven, and oh. and and uh, so be driving like that at night, mm-hmm. and it was a lot harder than she thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. and so she didn't end up staying with it. Okay, but she did tell me that one of the favorite jobs that she ever had was when she was probably late teens, early 20s, and she worked in a little kind of a country grocery store, and she got to, like, people would say, I'll have a pound of cheese, and she got to take and measure off a pound of cheese and wrap it up and give it to them, and I'll take a pound of hamburger. And she just, she's, I don't know what it was about that, but she said she just loved that. Yeah. She could have done that for a job. She would have done it forever, she said. Yeah. I remember her saying that. Oh, yeah? To me, too, yeah. Oh, okay. I do, yeah. I didn't know that. But it wasn't, I thought, didn't she at some point work, did Florence and her husband have some kind of a shop or a store or something? Maybe. That could have been it. I thought, because wasn't that where, I'm, I'm interjecting too much, but... The, the cutout cookie recipe that we make, the cutouts that everyone <laughs> yeah. loves, that recipe I thought Grandma always said came from the bake shop. I thought it was where she worked, or did Florence have a bake shop with her husband? Who's Florence's husband? Florence Curtis. Curtis, Grandma's only brother. Right. Did they have a little bake shop or some kind or of maybe a little... Florence wor- maybe Florence worked in a bake shop and that's okay. where she got the recipe. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing those. Um one thing I remember grandma saying about uh her I think the job the second job at the steel place was that the second job mm-hmm. where she was the longest? Yeah. Do you remember her saying that she remembers placing the order? For all the steel that was used to build the Elisha D. Smith Public Library. Yes, in I do. Yes, now that you mention that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell my kids that when they <laughs> drive past. Grandma ordered the steel. Ordered the steel for the Manassas Yeah, Library. she would talk about joists and just all these terms about mm. steel and building structure and that. And I always thought, boy, that's she really knows a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then one other thing that I remember about her job that was a, you know, kind of a, I guess, a, an occupational hazard, but grandma, grandma had lung disease later in life. And I can remember what COPD Uh and I can remember being at a doctor appointment with her where she was being asked if she ever smoked and she said no, but she shared an office with chain smoker. I mean, maybe the men she worked for smoked. Oh. And I think... Your mom? Yeah. If I may interject. Oh. <laughs> she did smoke. She did smoke. I oh, don't she kn- did? I don't oh, know yes. that she smoked a lot, but she did smoke because I remember when I first started dating your mother, I smoked. And when I would come over, she would ask if she could have a cigarette. Oh. And I'd of course, I always had a pack of cigarettes on. Okay. Yeah. No, Grandma and, uh, smoked. But, but she didn't buy. I don't think she bought cigarettes. But she bumbled. Oh yes, off of she me. did. No, I mean I don't think she did. I think she was trying to quit or something. Oh, at this time. At this time. Yeah. So I th- I don't think okay. she bought them anymore because okay. she was trying to stay away from them. But she, I'm sure she still craved them some. She, and when I come one. over, 
she'd have a cigarette. Okay. And it may have been, you know, pressure from the job. Maybe a cigarette rep, you know, cigarette helped calm that down a little bit. Okay. Or, yeah. But I remember a story about her cigarette smoking is when Grandma and Grandpa Umnus were living downstairs and we were living upstairs. Grandma, Grandma used to smoke in the bathroom. And I'd go in there and sit with her when she had her cigarettes. Oh, my. So I was eight or younger when that happened because we moved downstairs when I turned eight. So as we're upstairs and I'm sitting in the bathroom with her and we got the door shut and she's sitting by the toilet and she puts her ashes in the toilet. And then when she's done, she puts her cigarette in there and flushes it down. And she thought that Grandma Umnus downstairs didn't know that she smoked, but yet she's smoking in the same building as her. You know how cigarette smoke travels. Oh, yeah. And how I thought, there's no way Grandma doesn't know that she smokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and funny that she wouldn't go outside, but I suppose she didn't want anyone to see yeah, her, maybe. Yeah, right. I didn't know she smoked that much, but she did. I remember her saying in that doctor appointment that she shared an office with People like cons. I mean, she was breathing in cigarette smoke be, at work. Yeah. I mean, as most yeah. people were in the right. 50s, I'm sure. But yeah, okay. Huh. All right. So Grandma had to balance then her job outside the home with all the goings on at the farm. Do you remember her feelings about cleaning and housekeeping? Um, or just, I mean, I guess add to that even just the the responsibilities of the farm. Do you have any impressions about how she managed that or how she felt about it? Well, as far as the farm, she didn't do a lot of stuff in the farm. She was there, you know, if Daddy needed help. If I remember her sometimes going with me to, we had to go to walk down the lane and get the cows and bring them home for milking. And she would do that with me. Sometimes she would come in the barn and help feed the cows hay. So she didn't have a lot of responsibility on the farm, but it was something. Yeah. And um, as far as cleaning, she was, Grandma was very clean and kept things very clean and tidy and orderly. Um, and she had a routine to what she did, too. She would, I remember she washed her car, she washed their family car every Saturday, rain or shine. If it was snowy and raining or raining outside or something like that, she would wash the car in the garage. And otherwise, if it was a nice day, she'd drive it up behind the house where the hose was and she'd wash it there every Saturday so they could go to church on Sunday with a clean car. Oh, my. Yeah. When's the last time we washed a car? Well, I go to the $5 car wash. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, but that was a ritual with her every Saturday. Also on Saturdays, when she had to do most of her stuff on the weekends mm -hmm. because of working, she would do the laundry down in the basement. And for a long time, she only had a ringer washer machine. Mm. So she would lay out on the floor newspaper a big area of newspaper, and she would separate all her loads of whites and colors and overalls and towels, and she had all these, 
and they weren't very big piles either, so I don't know if if the ringer washer couldn't handle as much, I, I suppose, you know. She yeah. knew what they could handle, but she'd have all these piles of laundry sitting on this newspaper down there, and she'd do one at a time mm. and put it through the ringer and rinse it and put it through the ringer again and hang them outside. If she didn't hang them outside, she'd hang them in the basement or... Up by the radiators. She'd hang them over the radiators and stuff. Oh. So if why it was she, raining outside or something. Why would she put newspaper down? Was it a dirt floor down no, there? No, it was a cement floor. But for she had this, maybe she saw her sisters doing it that way or something. Maybe okay. they had a dirt floor. So she, I mean, these were the dirty clothes that yeah. were going on the floor. Yeah. Well, didn't your dad, though, always come through that way? He'd go down the cellar door and through the basement whenever he'd come from the barn? Yeah. Because he didn't want to come through the house, having just been in the barn, and who knows what's on his shoes and whatever. So maybe maybe the basement floor wasn't always that clean from the traffic going through there, and that's where the washing machine was, right? Yeah. So maybe that's why but she did it. But these were the dirty clothes. But still, you wouldn't want to put dirty clothes on a floor that's like, that floor's got manure on it. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't think Dad... I don't Dad's think shoes it was, or something. I don't think it was that bad. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But anyway, it was just, huh? a, just a, a habit that yeah. she had of doing it that way. And in the middle, usually in the middle of her laundry, she had to stop and shut everything down and take me to my piano lesson, because my piano lesson was on Saturday morning. Okay. So she'd stop everything, take me, sit there while I had my piano lesson, and then bring me home and resume her washing. So Saturday was a big laundry day. No one did laundry during the week. I guess, no, no. Uh-uh. Wow. Yeah. Anything else you remember about housekeeping or cleaning? Just that she she uh, she wasn't afraid to delegate. I had to go around every week, every week, on my hands and knees, dusting the mop boards. We called them the baseboards. The baseboards, yeah. yeah. She called them. They called them mop boards. I had to go around, and they were. I mean, they were big, and they were yeah. pretty and varnished, and they were very nice. But you know, when the last time I did, I washed my not mop boards. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I just fished something out from behind the toilet in one of my bathrooms and quick dusted mine yeah. behind the toilet. Wow. Oh, but yeah, she was. I think she took pride in a nice house. Yeah. And keeping things clean, and I never heard her complain. Mm. So. Do you remember anything about her feelings about food and cooking? Or what are your memories connected to food and cooking with your mom? Well, with her with her mother being in the house, she was kind of in charge during the week at least of getting supper on the table, so she would she did a lot of the cooking, mm-hmm. you know, and, and breakfast and lunch for daddy. Mm-hmm. She would do that. But I think mom enjoyed, I think when mom did cook, I think she enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I, she was always looking for new recipes, yep. her and her her and her sisters and her sister-in-law. You know, they'd 
get together and swap recipes or somebody would bring something to a a dinner and oh I gotta have that recipe and they'd Mm -hmm. all sit around copying recipes yeah we have so many recipes we do of grandma's lots of duplicates too duplicates yeah through the years (laughs) yeah but But it's nice having them in her handwriting it is she did copy a lot of recipes Do you, what do you remember as some of the, maybe the go-to things that grandma would make for meals? Mm. Or what were typical meals like? That's not one of the questions I've prepared you for, but. Like a hamburger casserole, a tuna casserole. Those were two things that I knew how to make when I first got married. Okay. Would that be goulash, which later became David's casserole? Yeah, we didn't call it goulash, though. We called it. I don't know what we called it. Just hamburger casserole, I, I think. think. Noodles, oh. can of vegetables, tomato sauce. Yeah, or and even the... tomato soup for the base, for the, okay. for the liquid. Okay. Yeah. So casseroles. What else? Yeah. Round steak, boiled dinner. In the summer, a, a typical meal might be corn on the cob and cucumbers and tomatoes. Oh. Everything fresh from the garden. And no meat? No. Just okay. corn on the cob, cucumbers, and tomatoes. Okay. we have chipped beef on toast. We'd have salmon on toast with a white sauce. Canned? Must have been canned. Yeah, canned. Okay. We <laughs> Pizza burgers, remember those? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Broiled and not cooked. <laughs> Broiled and Broiled, not cooked. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then chicken, you know, chicken, a roast. Mm-hmm. Typical. Yeah. Typical. What about breakfast? Was it a, I mean, with being on a farm, was it a big breakfast and a big lunch and a small dinner? Or do you remember any, you know, did Grandma bake bread or any of that kind no, of No, that Grandma Haganus built. Made, made bread. Made bread and and biscuits and kolaches and dinner rolls and yeah she did all the baking my mom didn't do that mom didn't do a lot was um like yeast breads that type of thing she didn't do okay but uh breakfasts were always i mean they it was it was eggs it was cereal it was oatmeal yeah kind of changed it up yeah and uh Lunch was, lunch could have been soup and sandwiches, or mm-hmm. it was, lunch wasn't as big as the evening meal, which we called supper. Okay. That was the big meal where everybody was together. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys eat in the kitchen, or did you eat in the dining room? We ate in the kitchen. Okay. We ate in the Picture kitchen. Picture that. Yeah. All right. Any other uh, thoughts you had written down about Grandma's feelings about food and cooking? No, I just, <laughs> when she copied recipes with her sisters and her yeah. sister-in-law, how they must have forgot that they copied that recipe. Oh, that's good. Let's copy that one. Yeah. Like you said, we got multiples of, of recipes. Yep. Yep. So, but I think that, that was that was a cute thing, like when, when we go to visit our relatives. Mm-hmm. After the main meal, after the meal at, at lunch, the guys... The men would be in the living room watching football, and the kids mm-hmm. would be playing somewhere. 
and the ladies would be sitting in the kitchen exchanging recipes and yeah. going through their recipe boxes and oh this looks good yeah let me copy that one yeah so. I can remember you saying and I don't know if grandma ever said this but that because a lot of the relatives on grandma's side were turned out to be teachers like maybe grandma's nieces and nephews a lot of them were yes, teachers. They, yes. That a lot of times, like, the teacher's lounge or things that got brought to school were kind of the new, the kind, new, the new recipes, recipes from the yeah. school. Yeah. Oh, that's from those teachers. That's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Can yeah. you think of any recipes that came from the teachers? The teachers. Seven layer salad. Okay. That one for sure. Um, that lazy stro the stroganoff recipe we have the la oh. lazy stroganoff that's from teachers okay uh, there were some spinach balls that grandma used to make oh yeah. those didn't survive no I never made them no <laughs> but that was one from the teachers okay yeah seven layer salad was a big one though okay <laughs> okay all right um. What ways did your mother use to show you that she loved you? I think probably gifts. Mm. I think so. I think, um, you know, we go. We used to go shop. I'd go along whenever I had a chance to go to town. I'd go along, and yeah, and uh, she'd usually buy me something, and I don't think I had to ask. Yeah, she would. I think gifts were maybe her. Her love language. Do you have any little things that you can think of that you still have maybe around the house or things or something you remember Grandma buying for you or giving you as a gift? A swimming suit. Oh, my word. <laughs> you still have I, it? No. <laughs> it was a two-piece. <gasps> but I belong, when I was in high school, I belonged to the future teacher's club yeah and we were having a we were having a, a get together a party at one of the kids houses and they had a pool oh my so i thought i've got to have a swimsuit you don't even swim shirley <laughs> <laughs> i got to have a swim and i just nagged and nagged until she bought me she bought yeah, you a suit she took me to town i think she knew all along that she was going to buy me one but yeah but <laughs> so to to clarify, your first swimming suit you owned was in high school. Was in high school. Oh my! Yes, first and only. First swimming. and only. No, you bought one for the cruise when you and Dad went on that cruise, <gasps> didn't you? You're right. I did. I mean, I don't. You probably didn't wear it, but <laughs> don't remember. I, I don't should remember. Yeah. Oh. You must not have wore it. I would have remembered. <laughs> So is that the, the one that stands out to you the most, something Grandma bought sweet, you? Yeah, because <laughs> I think I think she knew it was probably a waste of money, but she was going to do it for me because yeah. she knew she wanted me to be the only one there without a swimsuit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. Uh, how or where did your parents meet? We're going to talk about your dad next time, but... Mm -hmm. I think... They met bowling in Green Bay. That sounds right. Does that sound right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, 
I didn't get a lot of other information from Grandma, but I think I think that was it. Yeah. She, I remember her talk you know, talking dad dad was so quiet and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he had some habits that she said um you know, she was thinking like I gotta get him to break those habits. Like one was when he had a bowl of soup, like say they were at Kroll's having Kroll's chili or something. Yeah. He would take the crackers and he would just put them between his two palms and and crumble them up like that. And she thought that was just too much to do in a restaurant. Oh, my And goodness. another thing, <laughs> it was the crackers and a ketchup bottle. In those days, they had ketchup in bottles. Yeah. He would, when he was done pouring his ketchup and there was a little ketchup around the ring, he would take his finger and... And just get that ketchup off of there and, and do, you know. And lick, eat it? And lick it off his fingers. She said that was another one she had to get rid of. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> but the smashing of the crackers. Yeah. And the ketchup. Did your dad do that throughout his life? Or I think did he she break him of the habit? I think he still did it at home, but he didn't do it. Probably didn't do it out in public anymore. Oh my! Dad's raising his hand. Yes. Must have been a common thing done in the day because, I mean, I didn't get it from your dad, but I to this day smash my crackers. Maybe not quite as good yeah, as he dad did. Did like this? He he yeah. twist his hands together yeah. and really powderize it. But they, we always crushed our crackers up and put it in our soup. I grew up with that, so mm. it might have been a thing they did in the day. Huh. All right. Uh, do you know when and where your parents were married? Was it a large or small wedding? They were married September 5th, 1953. Okay. And they were married at whatever that plate in the kitchen says. If it's, I don't know if it's Tonham Church or Carnet Church. You want me to go look? Uh, no, we'll put a picture of it. Oh, okay. They were married in September of 53? Yep. Wow. That's close to my birthday, which is on the 14th. Oh, yeah. Of the same year. Wow. Yeah. Well, they were married in 53, and then September 53, and you were born? 54. So, May May of 54. 54. So, Grandma got pregnant on her honeymoon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Um. And I think it was a a, a nice-sized wedding. I think it was a, I don't think it was a real small wedding, but wasn't real large either. Relatives okay. and friends. And it was at Butch Band Supper Club in Algoma. Okay. Butch Band Supper Club. They used to have a sign on the side of the road which said, Slam on your brakes for Butch Band Steaks. And when I was little, I would just, I would, I would say, I would read that sign every time we went past it and I would say it out loud, slam on your brakes for Butch Van Steaks. Is it still there? No, no. The, <laughs> the building now is a, it's a pottery shop where they sell flower pots. Big, oh. big, ter- big uh, terracotta flower pots they oh. sell. Yeah, it's, that's still there. The building itself the is there? still there. Oh, we should get a flower pot from there, Mom. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Um, anything else uh, about your parents' wedding or 
that you remember or mm. well just that we have a, we have pictures of her wedding we have her wedding album we'll put so. some pictures in the show notes and i have her wedding dress in my attic in you do? I do oh yep i have grandma's dress so oh. yep do you have your dress yes but my dress has blue slime on it because it was hanging in a closet where my two oldest girls used to sneak to make slime <laughs> when I wouldn't allow them to make it. So, Grandma's is beautifully preserved. Mine has blue slime on it. That's for another day. Okay. What are some of your mother's favorite sayings or pieces of wisdom that she passed along to you? When did she say them and under what circumstances? Well, we just, we have the the standard ones that we all remember Grandma saying. Yeah. And she would say them just as part of, it was just natural. Yeah. It didn't, she didn't laugh when she said them. She was serious. Yep. There's, there's oofta. Oofta, yeah. Which is Norwegian for, you know, like, oh my. Mm-hmm. Oofta. <laughs> there's... Got that oversight, which means got that done now. That's that's done. That's got that oversight. Got that yeah. over with, but got that oversight. I wonder if she, that came from got that over with, got that oversight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we say that all the time, don't we? We do. Yeah, we do. I say oofta. I do a lot. And then there's. Why no? Why no? We don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is when you were trying to talk her into something that might have been a little out there for her. Yeah. Why no? And we yeah. use that a lot, too, just because it's a reminder of her. And yeah. yeah. We, we, a lot of times we'll just say, why no? And then we just laugh because we know it's a grandma. Yeah. It? Yeah. Why no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then... <laughs> I don't know about this one, but it's just when Peggy and Paul were coming over, she would say, well, Paul's are coming. Or the Paul's. <laughs> That's Steve. Steve says oh. the Paul's. Oh. But she would say, just say, well, Paul's are coming. Paul's are coming. We can't go. We, we got to we gotta make some food because Paul's are coming. Yeah. And I don't know if she said it for other other people, too, or... Yeah, it's almost like a shortened version of the phrase, like, Paul's family is coming. Yeah. She'd just say Paul's. Paul's are coming, yeah. Like, I think yeah. it's Paul's with a, it, it's a, like, a possessive. Yeah. Not, like, plural Paul's. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she always said that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just funny that we still say those things to this mm-hmm. day, but... Yeah, she would always, I remember saying, we don't do that. <laughs> or we don't do that. Yeah. Or we didn't talk about yeah, that. We did, yeah. <laughs> yep. And it's a heck to get old. That's a good one, yes. She would say it's that. heck to get old. It's a heck to get old. Yeah. Grandma used to always say, we could probably, us kids could all come up with probably... 20 more, but she used to always say to me, because I think she was 50 years old when I was born, and so she would always say, you're 50 years younger than me. <laughs> like if, you know, if I'd ask her to go get something, or, well, you're 50 years, your legs are 50 years younger than mine. She would say that a lot. Yeah. Oh. 
any other that's, grandma-isms or uh, things she said to you when you were growing up that you remember? Uh, this is what I've got down here, so... Okay. This is what came to mind. What clothes did your mom like to wear? Did she like to dress up? Did she like to wear jewelry, perfume? Well, she wore she wore dresses to work, always dresses to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, at home it was slacks, or we call them pedal pushers, which are capris. Okay. Yeah, so dresses to work, slacks at home, pedal pushers at home. Jewelry. She didn't wear a lot of jewelry. She didn't. But I always thought Grandma looked. Grandma, Mom looked nice when she was dressed up to go somewhere. She mm-hmm. liked to look look nice. Mm-hmm. Perfume. What kind of perfume did she wear? Em. There was one called Emerald. Hmm. Emerald. That's the only one I can remember that was hers. Did she wear Jovan Musk? Not that I know of. I thought I remembered that one, but maybe maybe not. Maybe later on. Okay. Uh, I know Grandma got her ears pierced later in life. I mean, when mm-hmm. I was a kid, so she would have clipped. Didn't you and Grandma get your ears pierced around the same time? I was 30 when I got mine pierced. I feel like Grandma maybe did it around the time you did. Maybe she did. She, she maybe had, she must have had clip-on Yep, yep, yep. And can I just throw in a quick thing about the earrings? When your mother got her ears pierced, she developed an an allergy to metal to where she couldn't even wear a wedding ring anymore. Uh And then we prayed about that, and the allergy went away. I remember that. Yep. Uh, what piece of clothing that your mother wore do you remember best and why? The first thing that came to mind was a pair of red high heels that Grandma had. Red high heels. Really? With pointy toes. And I remember, I don't know how old I was, but I was dead serious about this. I said, Mom, can you save those shoes for me when I get old enough? Because I really want to wear them. And And I was serious. Yeah. Sadly, no. But red high heels. Wow. With pointy toes. I. Wow. And I I can see it. I can see her with a red plaid dress on, too. You know. Belted at the waist mm-hmm. and kind of a shirt waist dress. Wow. To, so to work, she would yeah. wear that probably? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what piece of jewelry that your mother wore do you remember best and why? I have here her clip earrings. Hmm. You know, like I said, she didn't wear a lot of, she didn't wear fancy jewelry, but she had a lot of rhinestone earrings. Okay. That I used to I used to play in her jewelry box. Yeah. Do you have any of her jewelry? A few things. A few, yeah. A few pins. Sure. Yeah. I always
always remember her having a mother's ring that she mm-hmm. wore with her. I think we gave that to Mary, I think. Okay. But she always wore that with her wedding ring. With the uh, four okay. birthstones for you and Paul and her and Grandpa. Okay. Yeah. Who were your mother's best friends? When did she see them? And any amusing, interesting, or unusual incidents concerning your mother's best friends? Well, I her, her best friends were her sisters mm-hmm. and her sister-in-law, Florence. Mm-hmm. They uh, were very intentional about intentional of keeping keeping in contact, keeping. Um, having each other to their homes. It was very seldom that we have a Sunday where either we weren't going up to Algoma or they were coming to our house. Okay. So, and uh, they did, they used to go shopping together. They they had these, um, they would celebrate each other's birthdays and then they would, different ones would host, you know, mm-hmm. if it was mom's birthday, well, she would, host and they prepared a meal they did it usually during the week yep and uh they had a little little gift at the plate yes (laughs) and it was a big thing to think about what you were going to put at the plate they'd put a little sometimes it was a little knickknack or a little uh, um something that bill or or lyle had made out of Uh wood they would do that, and it got to the point where sometimes it was a roll of paper towel. I remember that. <laughs> or <you>? toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. At the plate. At Grandma the plate. Grandma would talk about what's right. going to go at the plate. Yeah. Do you remember any of the other things that Grandma would put at the plate? I only remember when it got to the paper towel phase, because <laughs> that was in Southwood, in her apartment in Southwood. Would have been the last time I think she yeah, hosted that's her probably sisters, right. but... That's probably what right. What other things would she ever put there? Yeah, I, well, like Esther would put things that Bill had made. Little wooden yeah. things. Yeah. And uh, Beverly, Bev would put stuff that Lyle had made. Um, but Mom, I don't like little knickknacks or little, yeah, I don't know. I just know it got to the point of being paper towels. Yes, I remember paper. that. <laughs> I remember that. But they loved to go shopping together, and it was always so cute. <laughs> One of them saw something and bought it. Well, then they all saw that same thing and bought that same thing. So whether it was a knickknack or a yeah or a coat, there was one time they all had spring jackets that were the same. They might have been different colors, but they were the same style. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. And then this would be a good place to tell about, you were seeing Grandma's sisters and her sister-in-law, Florence. Mm-hmm. Grandma's one big trip that she took, you know, as a as a grandma, you know, when yeah. I was alive, was with Florence, wasn't it? Was with Florence. Do you remember that? It, yes. They, they, they had an airplane trip where they went, they had three stops. Was Las, Las Vegas, Vegas, Arizona. Yep. That's all I remember. Would it have been, would they have done Florida too? I mean, that seems like Las Vegas, Arizona, Florida. 
I know she went to Florida <laughs> at least once because she, that was where, wasn't there, was it Florence's grandson? Yeah, was grand, it Pastor down yeah, there? Mm-hmm. She'd talk about him. I just remember answering the phone in your and dad's bedroom, and it was the white dial phone that you guys had that had a receiver and a, you know, that white old-fashioned phone. And I remember answering the phone, and it was Grandma. I was probably after 10. Amy, get your mother. <laughs> and it was Grandma telling you that Florence had invited her on this trip, but she was like, oh. she didn't even want to talk to me. <laughs> Amy, go get your mother. <laughs> and it was, I think she had to, like, what do I do? I've been invited on this oh. trip, but I, I remember that so vividly. Well, she went. She even gambled while she was there yep. just so she could say she did it. And, and she brought back cactuses wrapped up in her suitcase. <laughs> yes, and I had that cactus for a long time. Do you have any still? No, no. I wish I did, but no, I don't. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was a pretty adventurous. Thing. That was adventurous for Grandma. But that would have been but a special and, time with Florence. Yeah, her and Florence were very close. Very close. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you remember your mom ever, did they ever have, like, arguments, the sisters? Like, did they ever have incidents? I know there were times when she'd get upset with Florence or... Maybe Adeline, but I don't think it was ever anything that, it was never anything that dragged out or anything. Right, right. So. Okay. Um, what were your mother's hobbies? How much time did she spend on her hobbies? Any amusing, interesting, or unusual stories about that? Can you picture Grandma having a hobby? Well, she used to do, she did that um, <coughs> needlepoint. Latch she hook. Would, latch hook. She did yeah. latch hook, and she a lot of us have. Yeah. And, and the needlepoint, too, where the plastic canvas. Oh, yeah. Where she'd make, she'd she, make one thing that said Jesus on it, yep. and she made, um, fo- like, posters. Yes, magnets for the magnets fridge, for a, the a barn and yeah. a cow with yarn. Mm-hmm. And before she got married, she did ceramics for a while. Okay. And do we do we have any ceramics that she made? I know we have ceramics she bought because she oh, always yeah. liked ceramics. <laughs> I have a tree. Yeah. We've got is that dog, the little doggy. No, that one. No, 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 that's that I got from my great aunt. Oh, okay. She had some ceramics. Uh, yeah, she did. Man. She made, um, there was one lady that she made that had a big dress on that was, it had lace on it, real lace, which was dipped in, I don't know, oh. it's not like Mod Podge, but it was something more than that, which made it real hard, and that was the, the lace on this dress. Oh. And, uh, oh, there's a there's a set there was a set of um, salt and pepper shakers which were deer. Do you remember oh, those? Kind I used of. to put, I used to put them out at Christmas time. She painted them, and you could see she always pointed out. See how I did the eyes? That's 
that was not easy, you know. Oh. Had the little white, little white speck in there, and you still have them? Yeah, I think I do. Okay. Yeah, but she did ceramics. She did a picture once, which was it was all ceramic. I remember. Was it a man and a woman? Yes, I remember that. Yes. It was it was gaudy. I'm yeah. sorry, Grandma. Like it was all it was like a ceramic. I it was kind of fascinating. It was three D though. It was three yes. D. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was like kind of a yes. And I don't know if looking. I still have that or. Yeah, it's I not would think I, you could hang up. I would, <laughs> Grandma had it in her bedroom. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hobbies for Grandma. I think that you know she. She was, she didn't sit around. I mean, she was always busy, but it was more, I think, caring for people. You know, she, yeah. the years I knew her, she was all, you know, she was doing housekeeping things to help you. Yeah. I mean, she did, you know, like tending the garden, canning, freezing stuff, baking. Yeah. That would be, I, I think of like how she spent her free time. Yeah. Okay. What activities did you do with your mother? Housework, cooking, dishes, you mentioned shopping. We did go shopping. And then how did you feel about the things you remember doing with your mom? Well, gardening was one. Mm -hmm. I always liked to help her when she put in the garden. And we'd weed the garden together. Mm-hmm. Cleaning, she had a routine for us to do every week. Okay. Shopping, we went. We'd go to De Pier or Green Bay or Manitowoc. Manitowoc. What would you be shopping for in Manitowoc? Like there was clothing? a mall in Manitowoc. Oh. It might have been one of the first malls. Well, Valley Fair was, but we didn't come to Appleton. It was, it was a pretty a, new thing back then yeah. to have a big mall. We'd go for a drive on a Sunday afternoon because you could take you could take farm roads all the way to Manitowoc. Okay. So Daddy wasn't, you know, worried about driving there too much. That's funny that you would drive to Manitowoc and not Appleton. I mean, maybe was Appleton kind of too big? Might have been. Seems yeah. like you were pulled more towards the yeah. east. Yeah. Kind of the. Well, and didn't you have like? Yeah, you didn't you like have um, like one of your aunts worked at Mirror Aluminum? Was that in Manitoba? Adeline, Adeline and Rudy. Or was that right? in like Two Rivers? I it's 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 either or it's either Manitowoc or Two Rivers, and I want to say Manitowoc. But you had more connections to the east, you know. Yeah, because the, yeah, the family was all family was more east York County and that area, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you remember doing with your mom? So you said shopping, gardening. Shopping, gardening, cleaning. little cleaning. Yeah. I love to go to town. I would just hop, hop with you anytime she went, wanted to go to town. I was, I was right there to go. Yeah. 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 I guess I felt kind of grown up doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your best or favorite memory of your mother? Oh, I skipped one. Wait a minute. Back up. Back up. 
what do you remember most about your mother? You could put these together. When you think about your mother, where do you picture her? All together. Most of my memories now when I think of Grandma are when she, are of her here yeah. with our family, helping raise you kids and and uh, just being being such a part of our household. Yeah. After Daddy died, you know, we didn't we didn't know how hard it was going to be for Grandma to be alone. Yeah. And uh, do you want to just give a brief timeline there of just kind of how Grandma ended up being such a big part of our lives here? I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah. Well, her and Daddy were on the farm, and and uh, Daddy was actively farming. When he died, when he passed away at 58 years old, Grandma was only 55. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, he was gone, and Mom was alone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even though a couple of her sisters were without their husbands, mm -hmm. and they seemed to handle it okay, Grandma just, Grandma did not do well no. being alone. Yeah. She needed, she I needed. Think, um, I don't know if I should add or not. I think um, um, Paul and Peg were there, but they were just newlyweds. They had no kids. They had no family. And and I don't think she was real, you know. It was right after your dad died. So yeah. it was just like her whole world just changed now. She had the responsibility for the farm, but I don't think she, you know. And Paul was pretty young, so, and, and, and you know, they didn't know how to deal with her depression about all that. Everybody goes through depression when you lose somebody that close. So it was just, it, she couldn't live there anymore. It wasn't the same once mm -hmm. Grandpa died. So it was very hard for her. How old were you? Uh, 30. We were 30. So 30 you were here. Steve and I were, Tim wasn't born yet. Yeah, so, so I was 29, 30. Yeah. So kind of talk about then that transition of bringing Grandma to the valley, which is where she spent the rest of her life yeah. in this area. Well, it was just we knew that she she did not do well. We would we would go visit her on a weekend, and we'd no sooner get home than the phone would ring, and it was Paul, and he was saying, Mom's really bad. She's She's crying down there. She's. You know, and he didn't know what to do. He was upstairs, him and Peggy. Grandma was downstairs. So She'd pull us. the shades and stuff yeah. and just stay in her room just because it was, she, she was so I, sad. Which I can, I can relate to yeah. now. Yeah. I can Very relate hard. to that. She, uh, she just did not deal with it well. And finally we just realized she needs to be... We got to give her that option of coming down here to live with us. And I, I think she jumped at it right away, didn't she? I think so. So and she didn't balk at it and, she, you know, uh, so it was, it was, it was good. And some, yeah. So Timmy was just born. Did she initially, did you get her an apartment and move from the farm to an apartment or did she? live with us for a while in a transition time? No, she never lived with us. I mean, she kind of did in well, some yeah. ways, but... <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Could I say, after your dad died, though, even while she was still very hard for her on the farm, she would drive here sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And when she did, she seemed to be pretty good when she was with us. Mm. 
it was just hard for her, I think, just on the farm with all the memories of oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, of grandpa not being there anymore and the responsibility and all. But when she was here, she was you know with children and yeah no responsibility and just kind of maybe a brighter atmosphere for her. And she seemed to do well. So that's why I think once we realized she, she can't handle living on the farm anymore, we knew she needs to come this way and be near you kids and have a different life. Right. <clears throat> you might have been covering up the microphone. Oh, there. it's okay. Momentarily. I'm sure the sound still I'm got sure through. Came through. So then she <coughs> moved into her apartment at Southwood. Mm-hmm. Around the and time that, Tim was born? No. No. Around the time Mikey was born. Oh, so it was a, it was a year or two that she kind of tried to make mm-hmm. it on the farm. Mm-hmm. Just and things just kept getting worse. Okay. And uh, we knew we had to do something. Yeah. So she moved down here like the beginning of July okay. of 86. Six, yeah. 86 and Mikey was born in July of 86 so she moved down here and then within a week I was in the hospital having a c-section with Mikey yeah and grandma just stepped up and um took over the house here made you guys meals and Mm -hmm. and watched the kids while I was in the hospital and and uh, I remember when I came home from the hospital and and of course, I had Mikey, and I was recovering from my C-section, and and she just said, she said, I just feel so good. It just feels so good to be making meals again, Aww. and and uh, people are people like what I'm doing. And she said, I she said, I think I do want to move down here. Oh, so that was before she actually moved. She kind of got a taste of being Yeah. Okay. Is that how you remember it? I can't remember that clearly. Okay. Um, okay. Either she was in the midst of moving here or maybe she had already. You don't think she'd already moved and just said, I'm glad I'm here? Or was it maybe still yet to happen for her move? Unless she, well, then she would have moved down here after Mikey's birthday, which was the middle of July. Yeah, Yeah, maybe we had already decided she's moving down. Yeah, but but maybe she she felt maybe it hadn't happened just yet. Yeah, but I know she felt good about it, and she felt good being needed. And of course, that's everybody needs that. And she really then kind of split her time. Not always evenly, but between her apartment at Southwood, and then she would, she would still even when she had her apartment would come and stay with oh, us yeah. for extended. Oh yeah, yeah. I think even her apartment was good for her, mm-hmm. and she enjoyed her apartment. And at that time, Valley Fair Mall was thriving. Yeah, and it was a good place for her to be. Um, and it's, yeah, it had stores she could just walk to. Or a few kids went over. But even at that, I think she did not enjoy being in her apartment alone. Yeah. So she preferred to be here as much as she could, mm-hmm. but she didn't want to just... Or know, to have one of us there. Or she to have one to of you have kids us there. stay with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she didn't like being there all alone. In the summer, we would. No, I guess nobody. Few people like to be just all alone. Especially yeah. a woman yeah. <laughs> in an apartment all alone. So when you picture... 
your mom, most of your memories when you think of her are of her that time here yes. that she had, which was yes. really, what, how many years would that 20. have been? 20. 20 years. 20. Dad, Dad died in 84, and she died in 2004, so it's a little less than 20. She had a yeah. couple, you know, some bad years there where she was realizing she couldn't stay at the farm, yeah. but... Once she moved down here, almost 20, 20 years she had yeah. um, not the best of health, especially toward the end. But yeah. but uh, for the most part, she look yeah. at all the vacations she went on oh, with yeah. us and and <laughs> A the full things life for the sure. things you talked her into doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and all of us kids, you know, even I'm sure listening to this interview, even we all have so many memories with grandma yes just so so many good and happy memories with her she was such a big part of our lives yeah Um, and then my daycare kids oh yeah it's another whole family yeah that she got to be in touch with she was mima Mm -hmm. she was mima yep and she she you know she still had so much to give of herself mm-hmm. that we needed and maybe didn't even know we needed it. But, <laughs> you know, the things she taught us and, I mean, I so many things Grandma taught me and it helped you so much. Oh, you know? we couldn't have done it. Yeah. When I had to be on bed rest for two months. Yeah. She just moved in and took over. Yep. And the, I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it without her. And I, I always remember Grandma also being here, like, when we were getting ready for, like, the first day of school, like, Grandma mm-hmm. would be shortening pants and, like, <laughs> getting our outfits just the way we wanted them. Like, she it really, I think, identified with kind of the rhythm of our family yeah. and things coming up and church, you know, she yeah. was a part of yeah. Evangel and had some friends there. Yeah. But... Yeah, so I guess just ending kind of on, you know, the end of Grandma's life, um, you just want to talk about that a little bit, those last three questions about how she died and maybe just kind of what her health was like at the end and any memories you have about her funeral or just your own reflections on losing your mom. Yeah, well, her health really went went down she would kind of, uh, she kind of had back and forth. She had some bad, bad times, but then she would pull out of them and she would be, she would be fine for a while. And it finally got to the point where she had to go into a nursing home because of her, her blood sugars and the fact that she was, she would pass out or she would faint and she she'd would fall. She'd fall. And one of her last, her last real bad fall in the apartment was she fell during the night and somehow she laid on the floor for a while because I know there was a big blood spot on the floor. She had cut her above her eye. So she must have laid there for a while. And then she got back into bed and I think the next morning she called 911. And we got the call after she was already in the hospital okay. to come. And I think it was at that point that we decided she's going to have to have round-the-clock care. Yeah. So we just, and we just couldn't do it. We didn't have, 
uh, we didn't have room here. Yeah. And she wouldn't have dealt well with stairs and Yeah. She needed more care than she did need she needed care. But how long when so when she went into the what was it, the Franciscan Yeah. Was it called? The Franciscan, Franciscan Care Home or Rehabilitation Center. Yeah. The nursing home. She wasn't there that long. Was it a year maybe or a year and a half? She wasn't there that she long. Wasn't. Yeah, not she real wasn't. Long. Maybe uh-huh. not even a year. Do you remember when she went in? I know I mean she died in well, August. Well, how old were the kids when we were still we were still going to her apartment I sometimes was, on a Sunday? And like I think I think oh, Steve yeah, would there come was, with us. Um, there was uh with the Regency we Yeah, the Regents. When she we moved her out of Valley Fair because we could see that place was kind of going downhill. Southwood was changing. Southwood, yeah, yeah. Val- the Valley Fair area. And uh, plus her money was running out. Her, yeah, her, she needed more She didn't know what she was going to do. Yeah, I she remember was, she had me over there once and she said, I don't have any more money. Yeah. And she probably felt scared about it. Yeah. yeah, I feel bad for how she must have felt. Yeah. Because yeah. she probably didn't know what she was going to do, and maybe she was embarrassed. Yeah. And, you know, so I said, yeah. Grandma, don't worry. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure this out. Yeah. So. And yeah. she ended up getting a lot of assistance that she probably didn't even know was available to her, right? Probably. Right. She got a good amount, of just a good amount of assistance for what she needed yeah. uh, to help her stay at at her new apartment, and she had a little spending money. Yeah. And she didn't need a lot of spending money. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it, it, the Lord helped us. Yeah. Well, that Regency, finding it. that Regency apartment, that was Dad and the Lord. <laughs> because you just, you you saw, you knew that building was there by church, and that was one of the first places you checked, if not the first place. Yeah, I started checked checking, like, well, if we get her... Get her a better apartment, and what there must be something available for assistance. And I started and that was do, subsidized, doing right? some digging, yeah. Subsidized. And then I, I saw that there, and I thought, or I think I walked into the, I think I walked into the senior center there. Oh yeah. And right I talked to road. some people in there. I said, "Are there any like nice subsidized apartments for older people or whatever?" Because yeah. I figured they must know they're yeah. retired people. And they said, "Well, there's just one." The one up here, I think you can get, you can get it if she qualifies, can get some some subsidy to help pay the rent and whatever. Yeah. So then I went over there and then I met somebody yeah. who showed me her apartment and everything and what it was like there. And I thought, oh, this is a nice, clean mm-hmm. apartments and it looks like a nice place. Yeah. For her, for an, a new place, and it was actually kind of more brighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, a brighter look to the whole thing, even inside the apartment. Yep. Then the where she was had more of a dull, yeah. not so light look. But at, at any rate, so that's it was a good few years for her there too. It was she was there three and a half years? I was gonna say it was. I know I was. And she developed married. some friends there, so she yeah. had some friends that she could go socialize with. She would with. go down every morning. Yep, yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go down, down. <laughs> or I'm not gonna go down. There was like a like a uh, like community a community room, room down mm-hmm. there. What would they go down for? Coffee. Some yeah, there was there donuts. was coffee in there. There might have been donuts at the 
the manager brought in sometimes, or ladies would go down there and play cards, or they'd crochet, or just sit and talk. Yeah, but she would always report that, I'm yeah. going to go down, yeah. or I'm not going to go down, because she lived upstairs. And I think she liked to have us over once in a while, so she could kind of show off her family. <laughs> well, and I also remember, these would have been during the years when your involvement at Cornerstone, or Evangel at the time, was like two services, leading worship for both of them. And I know the boys would sometimes, so they wouldn't have to go to both services. Oh, yeah. They could go to one, but then they would walk After over the first to service, you'd go to Grandma's. Yep. And Grandma loved that because she'd feed them. Yeah. And they loved she'd it, too. Them, <laughs> yeah, she'd make them food and stuff. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And, Dad, I have to say, you were so good to Grandma. I mean, you're... Yeah. As your mother-in-law, but you did so much for her. I can remember you having her medication yeah. out on the table. With she was on so much medication, and you'd set that all up and get her refills and and how many doctor appointments everywhere. did we take her to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you too, mom. I mean, but, yeah, you but both. you were busy with the kids a lot. Oh yeah, and it was up. It was kind of up my alley. I'm the kind of guy yeah, that you were good runs at you that. here and runs you there, and I'm good at like, oh, I can organize this. I'll do a spreadsheet. Yeah. For their meds. Yeah. I remember taking her to the doctor and they'd go, what medications is she on? I'd hand them a, an Excel spreadsheet with colored oh, yeah. colored guides <laughs> to it and whatnot. Yeah. Here's got, the meds. He's got one of those for me now. Uh, okay. He's using his skills. They're not going to waste. Yeah. Well, I know Grandma relied on both of you yeah. a lot. So then, so I, so she was there three, three and a half, and a half years. years, and then she moved into the. She had that bad fall, and, yeah. And uh, but we visited her a lot too when she was oh, in the nursing I, home to make sure they were taking care of her. I went there and, almost every day. And you did. I know and, you did her laundry. Oh yeah, always did her laundry. But even in the nursing home, you took it home and did oh, it yeah. rather than yeah. In with she the just, she just felt better about that. Yeah, she didn't want it. To get lost and stuff. Yeah. 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 So then what, so did Grandma, really her health just kind of, was it one thing or it just kind of failed at yeah, the Yeah, it was, and I think it, it all kind of revolved around the diabetes. You know, if she got a cold, it was, or a flu, it was worse because of the diabetes. Yeah. And, she came. She got pneumonia at the very end, and it was, I think, just complicated by the. I remember talking to Doctor Zabo. When she was in the she was in the nursing home, but we got a call. On a Monday night, that she had, they, they thought it was pneumonia, and she was not doing well. Her, her breathing and her. Respiration, that type of thing. So. And I remember talking to Dr. Zabo, and he said, there's not a lot more we can do for her. You know, she's just, her body's starting to shut down, and so. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, that was a Monday night, and then we, Paul came, and you came, and we sat there and stayed with her, and. Days. Yeah, till Thursday morning she passed away. Okay. So you must have come Monday night or, or Tuesday probably. Probably came. Tuesday morning, yeah. 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 
I didn't know it went that long, but it's, yeah. my memory's a little sketchy. Thursday I remember the, the night she passed away, though, I think, when she was really bad. I know we spent the, spent the night. Yeah, and she passed away in the, away in the morning. She did. She passed, passed away in the, away in the morning, and yeah. we were all around her bed. Mm-hmm. I remember from that morning, though, and maybe you have a memory to share too. But she, you know, she had, wasn't eating or drinking. You know, she was unconscious. But I can remember we were still talking to her as if she could hear us. And I remember being in her room. I think the morning she died, and I said, I leaned over and I said, Grandma, I'm here. And she didn't open her eyes, but she said, I know. Oh. She said that. I, I remember her saying it. She said, oh. I know. And and so I knew she could hear us. Um, but I remember us all around her bed. I think Paul was there, too, and we were just talking, and all of a sudden her breathing changed. She had really been struggling to breathe. And then all of a sudden her breathing got real shallow. I mean, and just peaceful. Mm-hmm. And we could hear it. And we were all, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as sad as it is to have to let go of a loved one, when it gets to that point, you're glad that they can go on and mm-hmm. to a better place and, you know, get their new glorified body and all of that. Because, you know, once their health is that bad, you, you hate to see them suffer constantly. Yeah. What do you remember about about that time, Mom, or just being? I remember how nice they were to us the, at the Franciscan Care Center, and how they, you know, they we were we could sleep in this one room. They had recliners, and they gave us each a blanket or an afghan or, you know, to cover up with, and so we were able to be there, round the clock. And I remember, I remember that morning that she passed away. I was watching, you could see her heart beating from her neck. Mm-hmm. And I remember just watching that. And I saw it stop. Mm-hmm. I saw it stop. All of a sudden it was, and I said, I think she's gone. I think, yeah. remember anything about her funeral that was particularly stands out in your mind or well Jason I remember Jason getting he got a he got a he borrowed a guitar from Henry's music and he did the music for the funeral plus preached the funeral I think that was the first funeral he ever did oh yeah and he I don't know it. he I don't know if he if he did the video too. I'm sure. Um, and it had a great song to it. Um, uh, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I, I got it somewhere in my. We music. had a memory video for Grandma. We should find it and post. Yeah, because we to played it. it. Yeah, we had a memory video, and Jason picked out. Jason's always good at picking out a good, good music for something, and he picked out a great song. Um, I wish I could remember the title of it, but I, to this day, I still like the song. If I run across it in my mix, I go, oh, i got to listen to that song. Well, we'll find that and post a link to it. I'm sure we can find it. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, let me, I can look quick, see if it's on my computer, too, but you can go on with your interview. And your eulogy, you did. You spoke at the funeral. Yep, I still have a copy of it. 
deal. And a little oh. bag of my grandma memories, yeah. Uh -huh. And the people that came, of course, all the relatives came, and yeah. I remember being so, so, uh, felt so nice that Zach came and his parents. And yeah. Yeah. I was, Adeline was there, wasn't she? I think so. I think so. I think she was. Because I think Cause I she died a few years she, yeah, she after. Yeah, longer but I remember when she walked in and we were kind of greeting the Haganus clan all kind of came in together and I remember every single one of them shook our hand and said I'm sorry for your loss they must have kind of been prepared mm -hmm. with what they're going to say but I remember Adeline saying I told Dorothy the last time I saw Dorothy and I don't remember when it was but that Adeline had said to her this is probably the last time we'll see each other alive was right. I mean, oh. I think she, it was just, she was just acknowledging that, like, she, you know, she knew that yeah. the last time she saw Grandma might be the last time, and it was. And yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe I can send this, uh, I can remind me to include this, uh, what, when I send Aaron this video, okay. or this audio, because um, I do have the, a video of her funeral here on my computer. So. Okay. Mom, do you want to, we've had a nice, good, long interview here, but did you want to, just any other thoughts or, um, oh. about just, I don't know, I mean, what it <laughs> meant to you to lose your mother or, um, just anything you wanted to share oh. about reflecting on your mom's life? Well, I was 50 when she passed away mm -hmm. and, uh, I think there was a part of me that I was glad she didn't have to suffer anymore. Mm -hmm. All the time she had fallen and, you know, she would get the fluid build up and have to go and have that taken care of or yeah. she'd have to do the nebulizer treatments and how hard it was when after she had her heart surgery. Yeah. And uh, her body just, that's what Dr. Zabo said, her body just can't take much more. Yeah. So, yeah. There was a part of that she would be at peace. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And done with all this suffering down here. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for sharing your all your memories about Grandma. That was that was wonderful. All right. This is an addendum to Mom's interview. There was uh, a little bit of new information that we just got later today listening to an interview that was done with Dorothy Sanger, with Mom's mom, and specifically about the circumstances of her mother leaving the cheese factory after her dad passed away. So according to Dorothy, after her dad passed away in 1932, in January, they moved for a brief time to a house that was nearby the cheese factory in Shirley. And then with the insurance money that Ida had, she purchased her father's farm 
which we think would be the farm that Esther and Bill later purchased and farmed, located in where, Mom? Algoma. In Algoma. And Dorothy's father then lived with them, and he did the farm work. Was that right, Mom? And then Ida lived there with all six of her kids. Right, right. The uncle did the farm work. The uncle? Wasn't it the uncle? Oh, so it would be Ida's, Ida's uncle? The father's brother. We might have to do an addendum to this addendum. Anyway, but she... Details go to the recording. Yeah, if you want details. Yeah, but but she purchased the farm with insurance money. Yeah, and that's true. That came right from Grandma's mouth, so... Yes. Um, Also... I may may repost the, the interview you did with Grandma along with this audio. Okay, so you can all listen to Dorothy tell it in her own words, but we wanted, we want to be as, uh, we don't want any fake news, <laughs> so we're, we're fact-checking That's here. That's right. So, all right. <laughs>